So welcome to the Expert Edge podcast. Uh, Today is going to be really special. I'm going to be doing a special on the coronavirus situation and how to flourish, uh, how to connect with your audience and how to shift your mindset, how to flourish in challenging times. Because I don't know about you, but I've been through many difficult situations Maybe nothing like this, but I know emotionally I've been through some really challenging situations in my life personally and professionally. And I want to share with you five ideas that I think will help to shift your perspective and help you to actually come out of this circumstance and this situation in a better place than how you entered. So let's get into it. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So we are really in interesting times right now and I wanted to record a special uh, specifically around this COVID-19 circumstance and situation that we're in right now. Uh, I think that right now can be a really challenging time. And I also know a lot of people who it's been a really incredible time. And so whether you're feeling beaten up by this whole situation or whether you are feeling excited and ready to go from the challenge, uh, I know that today's gonna bless you. And I'm gonna share with you five secrets that I found have worked really well during this challenge from a business perspective so that you can really flourish in what you're doing. So. It was probably about six years ago, I was uh, standing at the front of my two-bedroom unit. I just We just had uh, our young son, he was about one years old, Jonah, and I remember receiving a phone call, and this phone call was from a client of mine, and at the time, I mainly had a corporate training, one-on-one coaching and speaking business at that time, so I had no products had no leveraged programs or online courses or anything like that. And this client represented about 70% of my work, which which you can imagine is is a large amount. And what had happened was in Australia at the time when we we're living there, uh, there was basically the mining industry went into a downturn. And uh, he decided that he wanted to cut all of the uh, the money that was being spent on the training. Now, this client, like I said, represented, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to me. Like it was a big client. And literally in one phone call, he, and he was a bit of an intense guy, uh, literally in one phone call, he just, you know, canceled the contract, you know, wouldn't listen to any set of reasoning. And he's just like, I'm out no matter what. Like, and as a, you know, as a young guy, a young family, first of all, it, it uh, kind of took me by surprise. And second of all, freaked me out. And I remember feeling this massive gut punch, uh, an overwhelm of feeling like, oh my gosh, what on earth do I do? Like I literally had almost all of my income that was set up for the rest of the year taken away from me. I had all these responsibilities and basically I was in this really tough spot. And it was in that moment, I remember having a conversation with Sarah, my amazing wife, and who you'll hopefully get to meet soon. I'll have her on the podcast. She's incredible. Uh, and I sat down with her and I said, babe, you know, this has happened and we started to process it. And I remember for a, at least for, a, you know, a good week or so, I was 
I was really mentally and emotionally struggling uh, from the sense of not knowing where I would make money, all that sort of stuff. And I remember I got to a point where I realized I needed to make a change. I realized that I kind of had one of two choices. I was either going to uh, kind of sit back and take this punch and go, you know what? I can't change this and wallow in my self-pity, which kind of felt okay for a while. And I think that's totally fine to do. Or uh, I was going to do what I believe you as an entrepreneur and me as an entrepreneur are born to do, which is respond, not react, but respond to our circumstances, respond to the current climate of our life. Now, obviously in this context, you know, the context is a little bit different, but I remember that challenge that I went through being incredibly difficult from a mindset perspective and a lot of my clients were were in a tough spot at that point and so I remember just really coming to this point where I needed to make a decision of was I going to fold underneath this pressure or was I going to step up and it was fascinating because I remember going through it and many conversations with my wife and I trust that you've got people around you and I hope that you've got people around you if not family, friends, and and uh, fellow comrades in business world, uh, who you can chat with and get perspective from, because and I know for me, I really was conscious around who I spoke with at that period, because I felt like I was emotionally heightened, like I felt really sensitive to people's energy and people's opinions, and I think that's happening right now. To be honest, I think that you have to be really conscious and really careful about who you speak to, who you share with, where you get information from. And right now, I am very heightened in terms of who I talk with, um, what conversations I have, and I will consciously distance myself from people I know are going to negatively affect me um, in terms of their philosophy and their mindset. And I think that's a good reason to why you should be listening to encouraging podcasts right now. You should be getting all the good stuff into your brain so that your mind doesn't go into overdrive in terms of protection. Now, obviously, your brain is designed to protect you. Like, it's designed to keep you alive. The problem with that is that, uh, you know, in this situation, and, you know, I don't want to get into the details of it, but... Essentially, for many of you, you're probably at home, you're probably safe, and you're probably, you know, hopefully not going to die, right? And I know that that's, you know, when I think about it, (laughs) even say it now, I'm like, there are people who are dying, and that's very real, and that's very big. But I would say for for most people in this, you know, if you're listening to this right now, you're probably, and, you know, obviously there might be one or two have been impacted by this, or a couple of people, but. Many of you are getting impacted more mentally than you are physically. Because if you don't have this virus, you're not actually being impacted. Maybe you're being impacted financially, maybe you're being impacted on a client level. But most of, by the way, most of what you're being impacted by is actually from your mental game, from your mental and emotional game. And I, I'm a big uh, advocate of Brooke Castillo's work and love her work on her podcast. And I love how she talks about how basically that you can never experience a feeling without a thought. And so all the feelings that you're experiencing right now from, you know, this, this corona situation, all of those feelings 
are coming from thoughts. They're actually not coming from the situation. Does that make sense? And so this is really fascinating to understand and appreciate because if you think it's coming from the situation, then you're going to feel like you can't control anything in your world. But as soon as you realize the truth, which is all of the feelings you're experiencing are coming from the thoughts you have, as soon as you realize that, everything changes because you're going to start to realize that how you feel can actually be controlled. And so I really want to encourage you to protect your mind and protect what you're thinking about and who you're talking with in terms of this current situation. So let's get into the five five ideas. And this, this kind of comes into your thinking, comes into how you philosophize about this time. And I trust that this is going to be going to be super helpful. So the first one, is this, is that you need to make long-term, short-term. Now, what I mean by that is so often in life, you can really be focused on short-term. But I saw a really great post from one of my friends and uh, she's actually a, a self from Stage Academy student, uh, Britt Siva. And she wrote this post that I just thought was brilliant. And she serves the, uh, you know, the salon industry, she works with small businesses. Obviously, they're getting significantly affected by this whole situation. And she was saying on a post that she's like, I'm getting constant DMs and emails from people saying, hey, should I cancel my rent? Should I like cut off all my contracts with anyone that I'm paying and all that sort of stuff? And her advice was, hey, I want to remind you to think long term because this pandemic will, will eventually move on. And if you find yourself not in a position once this shifts, which, you know, hopefully we don't know, but let's say it shifts quite quickly once it actually, you know, resolves. If you're not in a position to take advantage of the, that shift when that occurs sometime soon, then you're actually going to mess up the opportunity that you're actually getting set up for. And so, yes, obviously, take care of your life, take care of your finances, all that sort of stuff. But I really want to encourage you to think long term. And I know for me, if I look back on that story that I started to share with that challenging situation, it was actually at that moment that I created my first online course. Now, at the time, did that make logical sense? Then well, I don't think it did because I had my income dry up and my online course actually cost me quite a lot of money at the time, cost me quite a lot of money to actually create, right? I think I spent about $8,000 on the online course in creating it. And I was like freaking out at the time going, oh my gosh, I'm spending all this money creating my online course. But I look back and literally that online course has made well over a million dollars for us, um, close to $2 million in the last six years, that online course that I created. So was that $8,000 worth risking and making a decision to lean into that opportunity that I had, that space that I had to create that online course. At the time, it definitely felt like courageous in the decision and I had people support me. But when I look back on it, like it's literally done close to $2 million for us, that one online course, right? Now, what if if I had just thought short term and just went, oh, you know what? I just want to cut all my spending, just want to cut everything and energetically shut off from the world then I wouldn't have had that result. And so the first thing I want to do is encourage you to think long-term, to make long-term, short-term, to continually remind yourself that this is a long-term game. This is a long-term 
situation that I want you to be in, not in terms of the current challenge that you're in, but in terms of where you're going with your business and what you're actually building. So I want you to think long-term, not short-term. These are some great questions you can ask is, you know, where do I want to be in three years from now? What will my life look like in three years from now? Or how much will this matter in three years from now? My and my daughter, she's so cute. Her name's Georgia. And she has like no concept of time at the moment. <laughs> and basically what she does is we'll say something like, hey, Georgia, you know, we'll go down to, you know, the beach. We'll go there uh, like next week, okay? Like next Saturday, we're going to go there. And then she, she always says this. She goes, tomorrow? <laughs> and she goes, tomorrow? And I go, no, 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 no. It's like, 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 th- like a week from now, like seven days from now. And she's like, Tomorrow? she just has no concept of time like she'll say when's like she goes daddy when's my birthday i'm like you know it's yeah it's sometime in april and she and she's like is that tomorrow (laughs) so she basically makes everything about tomorrow and so i think the concept is true from the sense of i want you to realize that don't just make decisions for the short term right now keep a long-term perspective and i think it it will actually calm you and to realize that everything you're going through is working for you. And long-term, this is going to work out really well from you as long as you stay resourceful and stay in the solution, not not kind of get caught up in the problem all the time. So that's the first thing, make, sh- make long-term, short-term. The second thing is don't project your perception. Now, now there's this concept in psychology where they talk about um, perception is projection. In other words, that we project what we perceive. So in other words, what we're actually perceiving is actually what we're thinking, not what the other person is thinking. I'll give you an example. And this happens all the time. Like, have you ever been at a conference or something like that? You come out of the conference and in your head, you're thinking like, that was just a waste of time. Like that, that was seriously the worst session I've ever been in, etc. And you go and talk to another person and they're like, oh my gosh, that was the best conference I've ever been to. What an amazing session. It's changed my life. And you're sitting there thinking, were we just in the same conference listening to the same speaker? Because that wasn't my perception. And this is what we learn is that our perception is our projection. Our projection is our perception. In other words, what we see is actually what we think everyone else sees, but it's not. And especially at times right now, you might have, like for example, maybe you have an offer that you have and you might be going through a challenging time financially yourself. I want you to realize that there are a lot of people who actually aren't going through a challenging time. In fact, there's a lot of people who have more free time and more money than they've ever had before. And just your perception of what's going on is not actually their reality. Now, are there a lot of people affected by it and probably more people than normal impacted? 100%. Like, you know, there, there's definitely some facts. But I also want you to realize that right now, just as like any other time, there will always be people who won't buy your offer, won't make a decision to join your program and and can't afford your program, whether they've got the coronavirus going on or not. And so I just want you to be really careful from the sense of if you get into this mindset, this mentality of like, you know, no one's got any money. No one, no one could join my programs. Um, it's totally wrong to make an offer right now, all that sort of stuff. If you get into that mentality, then I want you to realize that that is your mentality. 
that's not the that's not the collective mentality because I could find millions of examples of people out there of people and you probably know people who have more time right now than they've ever had before and they've got they've got financial resources to make decisions. I bet you they're sitting at home buying more things on Amazon right now than they probably ever have before. <laughs> right? And this is the thing. Amazon isn't going, hey guys, because coronavirus is on, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna give away all of our products for free, right? They're not, they're not doing that because they know the value of their service. And I wonder, and I really want to challenge you to not um to not lessen the value, not reduce the value of what you do by just giving it away the whole thing for free. Now, Am I not, I'm not saying don't serve people. Like this is the time, honestly, where you want to, you want to massively over deliver. Like you want to be serving, you want to be giving. But to be honest, I think you should be doing that all the time. I know for me, every single time I do a podcast, every time I do a Facebook live, every single time I'm with my clients, I'm always trying to over deliver. I'm always trying to serve. And so this shouldn't, to me, this shouldn't be different. Than, than any other time. But if this has woken you up to go, hey, I need to contribute more, I need to serve more, then that's fantastic. Like, that's great. But I want you to realize that your situation is not everyone's situation, even though it feels like it is, right? You might say, no, Colin, we're all going through the same situation. You're not. Because like I said, your situation is actually how you perceive it as well. Because your situation is actually what you're telling yourself about yourself. Because I bet you that there are people out there who are sitting there with $10,000 in the bank and they're going, oh my gosh, I've got so much money right now. Like I'm totally fine, right? And there are people who are sitting there with a million dollars in the bank going, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose everything. This is the worst situation I'm in. Because perception is, is projection. And so what I'm saying is that don't just project that your situation is their situation. And so that's one of the big mistakes that we make when we go through challenging situations is that we think that just because we're going through a certain thing doesn't mean everyone else is going through it and vice versa. And so you might be going through a situation where you've got lots of time and a lot of available resource to actually make some decisions. And I think right now, for a lot of people, this is a massive pattern interrupt. For me, going back to my original story, when my client canceled like, you know, three quarters of my income, it's, I realized, I, I made this decision. I was like, this is going to be a pivotal moment for me to grow my business, to change my business model, and to actually allow even better clients to come into my life. Because to be really frank, I wasn't enjoying working with that client that much. And I made a decision. I was like, you know what? This for me is going to be a moment where I invite, I allow and I invite more pivotal, more resourceful, more enjoyable clients to come into my life. And do you know what happened? Exactly that. Exactly that happened. And amazing opportunities opened up, etc. And I took the meaning of, I have more space right now to allow more enjoyable clients and more helpful clients to come into my life. So Number two is don't project your your perception. All right, so that's the second that's the second one. the uh, The third one is I think you need to plan a pivot. Now, what I mean by planning a pivot is all great marketers, all great entrepreneurs, 
understand that you need to always respond to your environment. And this is no, you know, the, the, this right now is a pivotal time for you to do that. So what I mean by that is if you have an offer or a message, you want to be thinking about how do I, you know, how do I tweak or change my offer or my message so that uh, my audience resonates with it in its unique way, right? And I know through talking with different people and I know even for us, even right now when we're running ads and videos and things like that, the the videos and the ads that are specifically targeted around the current situation are performing exceptionally above other ads that are just like general. And so I want you to think about this as like a bit of a plan to pivot your offer or to tweak it. Now, what you can do is you could add a really cool bonus in. You could add a bonus that addresses this current situation or addresses the big objection. One of the things that we talk about in Sell From Stage Academy is that when you're creating your irresistible offer, which is the, the uh, second pillar of the, of the formula, when you're creating your irresistible offer, you need to make sure that you have uh, bonuses that address the big objections that the audience would have. Does that make sense? And so you've got to make sure that, and even right now, I would be thinking about what are the bonuses that I can add into my offering that address the objections that are current right now. And what's cool is for the right person, because remember, an offer is just that. It's an offer. You're not making someone do something that they don't want to do. You're just saying, hey, I've got something that can help help you. I want to make an offer to you. And if it's a right fit, then that's great. Just literally just the other day, I was having a conversation with someone. They run a really successful uh, marketing, marketing corporation. And we were talking about doing some like very expensive high-level coaching with them. And for them, like, it, it, like, you know, it's not an issue. Like that sort of, you know, investment. And so what I'm saying is that for the right person, this is going to be a really powerful moment for them if you've got an offer that can truly help them. And so I would encourage you to have a look at your offers and you want to be pivoting them. You don't want to be, this is not business as usual times. Does that make sense? This is not like, hey, I'm just going to run my normal ads. I'm just going to run my normal emails and promotions and things like that. That's not this time. This time is, where is the where is the your tribe at? Where is where are the people at, and what do they need to hear to feel encouraged, to feel empowered, to make good resourceful decisions for them, and that's the type of content you want to be creating. They're the type of offers that you want to make. So unsuccessful entrepreneurs sit on their hands, they blame their environment, and they go, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to pull back." And I'm not going to do anything that costs me any money or not going to do anything that kind of, you know, pushes me out of my comfort zone. Where I think successful entrepreneurs, they look at their environment and they adjust it to meet the expectations of the market based on how deeply they understand their audience and their tribe who they're serving. Is this making sense? I trust it is. So we've gone through three big ideas so far. So think long-term, make long-term, short-term. Don't project your perception. So just be careful that you're projecting your perception onto everyone else. You need to plan a pivot. Uh, You need to make sure that you're looking at your offerings and your messages and you're resonating with the audience right now. 
The fourth thing, and this is something that we looked at in a recent virtual event that I did with my uh, my experts in a circle group, it's that you need to listen to your business. Now, what I mean by that is so often we don't listen to our business. Imagine your business was like a young a young child. My daughter Georgia, she's fe- she's been featured a lot in this, this episode. My daughter Georgia, uh, I remember we were at preschool one day, and I was telling her. I remember I was getting a bit frustrated because she wasn't listening to me, and she was standing there and she just wasn't moving. I don't know if you've got a young child, you've had those moments before, and I'm like, Georgia, come on, come with me, come on this way, come on, come on. What are you doing? Come on, please come with me, come with me. Right? You know those moments where like no one is, uh, <laughs> you know, your child's not listening. And she walks over to me and she's like, daddy. And I'm like, she says this like really lower voice. She's like, daddy. And I bend down and she goes up to my ear. She puts her hand over my ear and she goes, will you hold my hand? And I was like, oh my gosh. First of all, (laughs) I'm such a douchebag of a dad for like getting frustrated at her. Because she just like broke my heart, right? And... I, and I was like, of course, Georgia, I'll hold your hand. And so we held hands and then she started moving. And she had this moment where she whispered to me what she needed. And this is the thing is so often you can go along in your business and in your life and not listen to the whispers of what your business is telling you. And right now is a time to look at your business and go, if my business my business if my business was whispering something to me what would it be telling me would it be saying hey uh, you need to create a different offer would it be saying something like hey you need to create more leverage would it be saying hey you need to take care of the cash flow a bit better would it be saying hey you need to learn how to communicate your offer more effectively like what would it be saying because or maybe it's saying hey you need a little bit of help with this you need maybe some virtual assistant help or something like that like what's your business whispering to you if this situation this covid situation right now was working for you not against you what is it wisp what is your business going hey I need you. I need this from you. I need. I need you to be this type of person, or I, we need this in our business for it to flourish, to it, for it to move forward. So that's the fourth big idea: is that what is your business saying to you and whispering to you? And the fifth big idea to really flourish during challenging times is is to master online stages. Now, I'm obsessed with stages, and I think the mecca excuse me, is always a live stage. I, I'm always going to be massive into online stages and, you know, it's just a matter of time until online stage, uh, sorry, until live stages like workshops and, and speaking and all that sort of stuff is going to come back into fruition. But for now, online stages is where it's at, right? All of your clients are online right now. And so this is the thing is you can either you can either go, you know what, I'm going to wait until all my live events start happening again. Or you can go, you know what, this is the time like I did back in the day when I got that call from the from the from my big client. This is the time I need to pivot my offer. This is the time I need to master that thing that I've been saying I needed to do for so long. Does that make sense? 
And so if you're feeling that, you're feeling that pull, like this is the time to build your online course, to master online stages. Now, when I say online stages, I mean webinars and Facebook Lives and videos. For me, there's, excuse me, there's three types of stages. There's a live stage, there's a webinar, and then there's a video or a Facebook Live kind of thing. Those three stages are the three stages that you must master no matter what. And so if you haven't spent the time to actually master them in the past, this is the time. Like this is the time for you to lean in and master them. And that's why I run my classes. Actually, right now, we're prepping to run a class called How to Sell from Webinar, Webinar and Stage. And uh, if you're interested, you can go to, uh, I'll put the, the link in the show notes, but uh, Colin Boyd, C-O-L-I-N, uh, B-O-Y-D dot co, just dot co because uh, the dot com is owned by a country music guy. So if you want country music, go to dot com. If you want Colin, if you want my stuff, go to dot co forward slash class. So it's colinboyd.co forward slash class. If you go there, I'm actually prepping literally right now. If you're listening to this, you know, the first couple of days of it being released, I'm prepping for a live class where I'm going to show people how to actually master these online stages. And so I think right now is the time to really lean in, excuse me, and master these online stages effectively, wouldn't you agree? And so this is not one of the big mistakes that people make when they go online is they think that it's about just producing more content. It's so funny right now because I go onto my Instagram and everyone thinks they're an influencer now. like people are going live like every hour and they're like (laughs) they're acting like instagram influencers which which is all fine right that's all fine but the problem is is that more content is actually not (laughs) going to really necessarily help your help your clients or grow your business at all more content is not going to actually get you the results you want it's actually about creating the right type of content and I'll let you in on a secret. It's a right type of content that helps your audience to make a empowered decision about their situation. And so you want to help people to make empowered decisions, right? And so we're going to go deep into this in the actual um, class. And so if you're interested, you can go to colinboyd.co, C-O-L-I-N-B-O-Y-D.co forward slash class. And uh, yeah, I'm going to run a class on that pretty soon. So These are the five big ideas that I think you really need to be leaning into. So let me just review them. So first of all, think long-term, not short-term. So make your long-term, short-term, right? Keep perspective that this too will end. This is a season. It too will end. Think long-term, not short-term in everything that you're doing. Don't project your perception. Now, I know that that is actually impossible (laughs) to do. But the, the concept here is saying that don't think that everyone's situation is your situation. Just because we have a commonality in terms of what's going on right now, everyone has a different experience of it in how they're going through it. So be careful of that because that can actually stop you from really serving your audience properly. The third thing is you need to plan a pivot. You need to tweak and change your message and your audience 
your offers and maybe make more appropriate, make different offers or, or appropriate offers for the context, but you need to pivot what you're doing. The fourth thing is you need to listen to your business. If your business was a child right now and it was telling you something that it was whispering something into your ear, what's it telling you? And finally, I think right now more than ever, this is the time to master online stages webinars, videos, Facebook lives. It's not about producing just heaps of content. It's about producing the right content. And like I said, that's what I'm running with our class coming up really soon. So if you resonate with me and you're really serious about up leveling in that area, make sure to join the class. I'd love to serve you and help you even more. And hey, I just hope that overall, whether you join the class or not, I trust that this has been really helpful. And if it has been helpful, um, then please, uh, please review the podcast. Uh, you know, share with us what's been most helpful. I, it's just so amazing because I know this is a podcast, but I want it to feel like a conversation that we're having. I want you to feel like every single time you get a podcast download from me that you feel like we're having a conversation, we're building a relationship and we're on this journey together. So bless you, take care of yourself, stay safe and uh, God bless. We'll talk soon. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.